I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is episode 49 of the Arts Academy podcast with Victor Bernardo and Roxy Hayes. How to create a comedy writing packet with special guest Billy D. Washington. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Arts Academy podcast uh, put on by the New York Alt Arts Academy. I'm Dean Victor Bernardo. This is Deputy Head Mistress as my co-host, Roxy Hayes. Thank you for being here. And we have a very special guest, Billy D. Washington. Thank you for being here as well. Yes, thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. We love you. We love yeah, you. Here, Billy we D. love Washington. you. You sound like a superhero. Billy yeah. D. Washington. Yeah. <laughs> What's his voice? Just walk out in the street, start slapping people. I'd love it. Oh, right. I would love that too. <laughs> I've, got, I've, I've actually done that. So <laughs> I, I believe uh, no. you. <laughs> I mean, I've slapped a few people, but I was drunk. So please. Yeah, I've, I've slapped a few people, but I was a cop. So. Oh, you were. <laughs> I hope you're over it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, what we're gonna it depends do on the next time I go back to a country music concert. Oh, uh, here we go. You don't <laughs> like country music or country music fans? Neither. <laughs> Fair enough. I was working it. That's a long story. Please proceed. I don't <laughs> want to distract you. Preempt your long story. Uh, what we're going to talk about today is how to write a writing packet. Now, if you are a... And what goes into a writing packet is more uh, precise. So if you are a comedian, uh, perhaps you want to get a job working for a late night uh, show, comedy show. And if you do want to get that job, most of the time what you're going to be asked is to submit a writing packet. In fact, I've even been asked to submit writing packets for shows where it makes no sense to submit a writing packet. Uh, I was asked to submit a writing packet when I worked as a producer on Hack My Life on True TV. That's a show where it's, it's, it's a funny show, though, which is why they wanted to know if I was a funny producer. But the type of writing packet I submitted was actually similar to a late night writing writing packet, even though the show was a totally different kind of format. All right, so let's talk about submitting to shows and then submitting to submitting to shows when you know the type of show that you're going to be submitting to and submitting and and just having a general writing packet prepared. All right, so if you're going to submit to a show, uh, for instance, I submitted to a show once. It was actually a comedy show on BET, and I'm forgetting who hosted the show, but it's not the point. The point is I watched several episodes of the show so that I got down the style of the host and the style of the comedy on that show because that's the number one thing you're going to have to emulate. And if you're thinking, I am hilarious. I'm a hilarious person. I write hilarious stuff. Great. But if you can't do that in the style of the show that you're submitting to, Nobody cares. You you need not only to be a solid writer, but you have to be able to write in the voice of the show that's going to hire you. Mm. All right. So when you are looking over a show, uh, then 
if they don't tell you specifically what's to write in the packet, what I usually do is I write like a sample of everything that I see on the show. This particular show had monologue jokes, it had desk pieces, uh, and it had sketches. And so I submitted versions of all of those. Uh, let's define those really quick. Monologue jokes. Uh, we did do an episode just a second ago uh, where we talked about monologue jokes, where they are usually jokes about current events that usually use a headline as a setup, and then they occasionally uh, use a headline as a setup, then they write punchlines, and then occasionally they expand beyond just the punchline. Uh, a desk piece often can can be a lot of different things, but here are the most common desk pieces that I've seen. Um, do you, In fact, if you have desk pieces that you want to, or styles of desk pieces that you want to throw in with Billy, I'd appreciate it because, uh, you know, I need all the help I can get. A yeah, desk piece. What? Oh, Rocks. no. Oh, I, was saying, I don't know about any of those, so I can't help with that, but keep going. Sorry about that. Nobody asked you, Roxy. What's <laughs> going I, I mean, thank you. I was hoping you weren't looking. <laughs> desk pieces. Desk pieces that I've seen, I think, are usually in three basic formats. Format number one, where it's an extended version of a monologue joke, where it can be about current events, but usually they'll have graphics that are part of the desk piece, or they will have a long a longer like five minute monologue about about whatever the current event is um we just recently watched stephen colbert do basically a desk piece which is just an extended monologue joke on chris evans showing his penis um i, I didn't see the uh picture did you see the penis picture chris evans's penis yeah, roxy, yeah. yes you did yes roxy i know you were <laughs> <laughs> How was it? Was it all right? No, no, I was, I was shocked. That was, yeah, good job, girthy. Oh, all right. Well, uh, <laughs> let's all aspire to be more like Chris Evans. <laughs> Don't you hate it when somebody's like good-looking, rich, and then they also have a great? <laughs> what more do you need, Mr. Evans? Come on, a great desk piece. <laughs> Give you a desk weight. A great desk piece when you put it on the desk. <laughs> uh, then uh, the second type of desk piece that I've seen a lot are desk pieces, which are basically sketches where the host of the show will set up something and then they will throw to somebody who is uh, in the studio, usually doing some sort of like, doing some sort of like uh, routine or bit or sketch or character that supports whatever the host is set up. Um, and the third type of desk piece that I, I usually see is a piece where it's a, a setup again, but then it becomes like a remote, like they throw to a pre-made video usually, or sometimes people live out on the street that uh, also becomes like the entire desk piece, which is just kind of like an elongated sort of sketch. Uh, those are the three mostly that I have seen. I'm sure there's others. I mean, because you can do anything you, you can do anything you want to do in a desk piece. Of course, it's just a launching pad for two others, uh, two others, two, two others that I'll mention. One is yep. the the prop piece where something something is brought out to the host, whether it be Johnny Carson was big on him. Him and Jack Hanna had a great uh, uh, rapport when it came to the to the animals in the zoo. 
So he would occasionally yeah. come out with a snake or an ostrich or whatever. And that's what made Johnny Carson brilliant because some of the stuff that he did, you could not write for it. Another type of desk piece is something that, that Letterman did. It's the lists. And this is this is where my strength lies when it comes it when it comes to the lists. Like whatever the topic is, the top ten list, the top ten wow. things or whatever, I can list stuff for days. And those are kind of the most fun because you have more of a, a stable foundation for the writing. So those are two more. Oh, cool. Yeah, and in fact, a, a lot of shows, a lot of shows, especially if you're writing for a specific show, they'll ask you for things that are possible recurring pieces, because the the top ten list on Letterman is definitely like a strong recurring piece that the show even became known for. And when they they want those, they want those recurring pieces that people are going to tune in for. So if you are submitting to a show, sometimes they'll ask you specifically for uh, recurring pieces. Um, a lot of shows also have sketches, which and sketches can be anything like parody commercials. Uh, they can be behind the scenes things that are happening on the in the studio. They can be things that are conversations between like the host and somebody in the audience. People often do sketches with people in the crew. Like my cameraman, my cameraman wouldn't do that, and they cut to the cameraman and he's doing that. That's ah. just a little joke format that anybody can steal if they need it. Uh, and so your goal is when submitting to a show is to really find out what that show does a lot, what that show does well and emulate that style and then write in that particular style. Sometimes people will tell you exactly what you need. Like sometimes people will tell you, we want 15 monologue jokes. We want uh, two desk pieces. We want three sketches and that's what I like the most because I like to know exactly what they want so that I can just knock it out of the park. But if that's not the case, sometimes it's going to be up to you to just figure it out. And in that case, I would just watch the show and then give a sampling in, in, in equal proportions to what they have on the show, make that equal proportions in your packet. If they do a lot of monologue jokes, do a lot of monologue jokes in your packet, et cetera. Lastly, there's still the, Final, the final thing is what happens when your job is to uh, just have a writing packet prepared? Because a lot of times people will say to you, hey, just give me a packet of your writing. Then what's in that? Do you have one of those, Billy? And in fact, if so, can you tell us what kind of stuff is in it? Well, I have a writing packet, but it, it evolves because I write new stuff every day. So if somebody needed a writing packet from me, I would know what to pull and where to pull it from. But just in terms of one standard packet, I do not have that. The advice that I would give is to is to lead with creativity, because sometimes we get caught up on on writing towards a template and, and common themes. And they're regular writers, like people who already write for them. They are already going to write towards the simple stuff. But they want people to come in with new ideas, fresh concepts, fresh approaches. So even if something is lacking in the humor of it, I just think that the creativity of it should be the thing that's uh, that holds the most weight. Because, you know, you, anybody can write a, 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 a sketch about, you know, a, a, a cheating husband being busted by his wife while he's, by, while he's with his mistress. But not many people can write a, a sketch about you know, a dog, a guy who wants to have his dog murdered because he always kisses his wife in the mouth. And this is a, and this is a, yeah, and that's what I did. 
and that sounds like, like a funny sketch. I mean, I and I agree with you. That's actually one of the things I was going to bring up. Like, I often will set things aside as I write them because if something is particularly good, I'll keep it because it might be great for a writing packet. It for me, it's also good to just keep track of those things which are uh, good enough to give to people as a writing packet, and they keep them all in one place so that if you have to build a writing packet very quickly, you can. Uh, right. And, and I and also, if I write monologue jokes, then I date the monologue jokes and I only keep those monologue jokes for, for submitting later that are based on large things in the news that people will remember even after the fact. Because and the great thing about that, the great thing about that, Victor, is you can use that same monologue joke on something that's a current event now. And if you hold on to it, you can apply it to something later on. Change the names, change the date, change the scenario, yep. but the same formula can apply. That's absolutely true. Billy D. Washington, you're an excellent guest. Not only were you entertaining and informative, but you look good. Yeah, uh, hey, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> Deputy Headmistress Roxy Hayes, you, you've been wonderful and smiley, as always. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys are watching out there, please check us out at Arts Academy Podcast and altartsacademy.com. We love you here. Ask us questions. We'll answer all the entertainment and arts questions that you have. Please visit altartsacademy.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.